0: What's happening everybody? It is episode three of the Sports Addicts, our podcast generating excitement throughout the world. Bob Haney, along with the Robbies, Robbie Sr., Robbie Davis Sr., and Robbie Jr. Gentlemen, how's it going for you? Going excellent for me, Bobby, because baseball is
1: back. Second that. Love to see, love to hear
0: baseball back in business. And then we have Caleb Ray Duh.
2: Ray Duh is uh, correct.
0: Joining us as well, our... Uh, Always exciting engineer. We got a lot going on in the world of sports and we'll start it off with baseball lockout over. Yes. Finally, almost a hundred days. Yep. 99 days. And it gets you frustrated because a lot of this bullshit could have been taken care of. You would assume right much earlier in the process, but you know, you set deadlines and then things and goals get met the way things were all resolved. Who is there any winner here? on either side senior will start with you who won uh, the owners or the
3: players players didn't win and the owners didn't win the the, the fans us we won cuz we got baseball again but it was absolutely devastating for both for players and for owners because we as fans now look at them as we've always look at them, a bunch of rich guys trying to squeeze us for more money and to do that they took away the passion that we have and and I'm really mean it those poor guys down in spring training who aren't getting paid i'm talking about the the vendors the people and then the people going on vacation to go down that's a big deal might not be a big deal for the owners and the players but for the people it's a big deal so everybody got hosed Um, the only winners is probably football and basketball because we continued to talk about them and a lot of people didn't even miss it what do you
1: think, Junior? I would agree. I think the only scenario, the only people that want in this is the fans, because the fans are the ones that were missing out the most. The fans were wanting baseball back, and the fans putting a sour taste in fans' mouth. You know, nobody wants to hear these guys arguing over money. They just want to hear about these guys playing baseball and being on the field and getting excited about the season upcoming. And all it was doing was just backing things up, backing things up, and having us turn the page on the football and basketball, which is very easy
3: to do this time of year. And I will say one thing: the pasta P. One, The, the Matrix people. Oh, nice. Because they're going to have as at second base now. <laughs> they can <laughs> making bigger bases now. I mean, <laughs> come, come on, man. <laughs> we ended. Well, that's
1: not happening this year. Yeah, but baseball is desperate. You know, this is just another. You know, baseball is desperate to get people excited and move the game on and have people give people a reason to watch baseball. Baseball's in a tough position, which is the reason why baseball got this thing resolved this week because baseball knows it's up against it with all the yeah. other sports. They're losing. They're losing the game. They're losing in the big picture. They are not as much as we want to believe that baseball is America's pastime. Cause I really want to believe that
0: it's just not anymore. Nah, it's, and it hasn't been that way for a while, but getting back to the fans yeah. and the owners and yep, the players, yep. billionaires, millionaires, et cetera, et cetera. But you see Manfred gets up there and pops off. Tony Clark player yeah. rep. He pops off. Who's the representative for the fan? There should be someone that mm-hmm. speaks for the fans. How are you going Tony to do that? Clark, but any Pro Football Hall of Fame votes in a fan of the year or whatever it is. But someone should be a conduit to the people. Like, uh, yeah, I'm a... Uh Um, I'm a bill from New York. He's got his foam Number one (laughs) finger. And uh, yeah, okay. That's great. You guys got your monies there, but uh, who's going to give me half price on hot dogs. And when's the beer going to be cheaper? My point is they talk about the fans, but no one speaks for the fan. I don't know who that is. Literally. Well, the fans will speak by how much, how many tickets they buy, exactly. and how attendance exactly.
3: Is going to look this year. Exactly. Yeah, you how know the fans speak.
1: That's yeah, and, right. and that might be a little unrealistic to have somebody, a fan, speak on behalf. But you know, like my dad We're was gonna saying, vote you is the fan <laughs> that speaks <laughs> the spirit. fan of the year. You know, but like my dad was saying, these guys that you know sell concessions, these people that these towns that completely run off of you know the the spring training and the, the little minor league towns, things like that. These places are in, you know maybe have somebody that can speak on behalf of them because they are the ones that really feel the impact right away. And nobody can relate to what they're going through.
3: I'll tell you, they did do one good thing. Uh, You know, we disagree with the the switch, you know, having all the guys on one side of the uh, the diamond. Oh, the shift. uh, The shift. But I tell you what, having a designated hitter in both leagues is great for the game. It takes away that 150 average guy pitcher who can't hit. And now you get a guy that can hit. It gives the uh, Players Association another player that can play for for years as, as a designated hitter. So that's absolutely good for the game. And now the managers won't have to think about the double switch and all that. So it takes a little intricacies out of the Strategy. National League. Yeah, exactly. But it gave the National League an advantage when they played inter-squad games. Oh, uh, no doubt. You know, two different rules for two different teams. So that was one good thing to do. And they, they always, talking about World Series, yeah. obviously,
0: you're in interleague games. Yeah. Okay, your pitcher kind of sort of knows how to hit in the Mm -hmm. National League. Mm -hmm. And then when it's in an American League ballpark, or National League ballpark, you get an extra guy. Yep. Or American League, rather. Uh But you talk to Al Bumbrey or Ross Grimsley, guys that played during an era where pitchers actually hit, or they were both coaches for a long time, too. They don't even try in spring training anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't even they didn't even do base running drills. And if the Orioles were going to Colorado, for instance, you know, they're in there in a batting cage for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And so it's not like I miss it as a traditionalist, even though we're in America yeah. League Town. But I d I don't think that's a, a, a major blow no. to whatever. No, no, now I can pick critics up critics would yeah. be.
1: And now I can pick up an extra bat on my team. Now I can have a guy that can spell a guy that, you know, if my guy can't play Every day of the week at first base, he can be the DH. He can be Albert Pujols, he doesn't have to go run out in the field, he can get an extra, you know, 300 at-bats for somebody a year. You know, like Dad said, it's going to extend guys' careers, and it helps the teams build their rosters.
0: And it expands the trade market for a guy like Trey Mancini yep. mm-hmm. instead of 14 teams. Now the whole right. league. That's, right. That's a
3: very good point. Now yeah.
0: you've got the entire uh, Major League Baseball.
3: He'll be on the New York Mets. Everybody else going there. Trey Mancini, <laughs> because of
0: uh, Buck Walter.
3: I tell you what, I tell you what, I wouldn't and be surprised. And that new owner, if, and that new owner, man, he's, didn't go after. Yeah, We've got 900 first basemen already.
2: So
0: a uh, universal DH, we're cool with this. Yeah, love it. it. Caleb, love you them. in on this one too? Yeah,
2: I love the some. universal DH. I mean, nobody really wants to watch scrawny pitchers just walk to first base or get it pitched out, right?
0: Yep. Well, and when they do get on the bases, they don't know how to run around them. which is a fascinating in and of itself. But the good
2: thing is we'll have a mattress at
0: second. (laughs) (laughs) second. Playoff field has expanded to 12 teams. Yes. The owners wanted 14, right? There's 30 teams in major league baseball, NFL, NHL, NBA. It's almost literally half the teams make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Baseball's always been kind of, it used to be the American league plays the national league. Then they expanded in 69. Then it went to the two divisions. Then in the mid nineties, it went up to the three divisions So 12 teams in, does it uh, de-emphasize playing 162 games? We're depending on what... And it's all cyclical, by the Mm -hmm. way. But Giants win 110 games, and a team that wins 85 gets into the same playoffs that they're getting.
3: I think the good teams are gonna win no matter what. You can put, you can dilute it and say, you know, you have 14 teams. I think the really good teams are gonna win. It's an aberration when you see that one team that wins a few games and gets in there and and goes on the road, that doesn't happen. Most of the time, the good teams are gonna win. So I think it's fine. It's good for the cities, because now we get an opportunity to see our team play now, even though we we didn't have a, a great record. So I think that's good, and that's really important because the one thing that baseball needs to do, and you said it from the beginning, they need to get the fans back interested in it, and this is one way to do that, Bobby. Is 12 enough? Should have been 14. 14 would have oh, been great. Yeah,
1: 12, 14, doesn't really matter, but now you're making that 162 games relevant for everybody instead of teams being out of it at the All-Star yep. break. You know, this keeps people interested and yeah, the good teams are going to weed. You're going to weed out the bad teams from the good teams more times than not. But we know, we know this in baseball particularly, but really all sports is who gets hot at the right time. So you could have a team like the Giants that are run away all throughout the season, but if they run into a hot team at the end of the year, which does happen in
3: baseball, happens in all sports, you never know what can happen. And I like that. Yeah. It's going to slow that, 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 you know how they have the, the deadline where the. Players get traded. Yeah. Now it'll slow that down because you don't have to hold on to your yeah, guys. Yeah, you have to hold on to you guys. You won't dump them like, we, like they dump them to, and, and because we're giving up.
0: Another thing that I like with the uh, ratified CBA, the wild card round is now actually two out of three mm-hmm. instead of a single elimination right. yeah. kind I like of that. game. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Series don't lie. One games they can lie, but a series doesn't lie. Even if it's a three game series, that's enough to get to, to to show you who the better team
2: is. Caleb Rada, what do you think? Two out of three in the wild card. I think it doesn't add to how much thrill you have watching that one game, right? Because when I watched the Nationals run, make their insane run, that one game had me locked in. Because, like you said, on any given day, a Everybody bad team that's beat- hot can beat anybody. And but. The two to three does one increase your money, right? As the MLB, but also as fans, you get to watch a little bit more in the beginning rather yeah. than just the and one. And it makes it, it
0: more fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, air definitely. quotes. The air quotes. Yeah, I and see.
2: It. You get a guy comes out, pitches his ass off, and
0: then you're done in a one-game scenario. When it's two out of three, then you know maybe you impose your will a little sure. bit more. Smaller sample size. Now the question is, how long are the playoffs
1: going to take? Now that's the that's the big question. When is the season going to end? We're already going into November now, as it is. You know, how how deep is it going to go with if all these series, let's just say all these series go the distance? That's a, that's a lot of baseball. Yeah. And is that enough to turn people off? You know, is that too much? But well, now they're... you're
0: deep in the football season, too. Right. And then NBA and NHL, if you're a fan of those sports, they're starting up college hoops. Yeah. I mean, it literally overlaps with – Everything, all of the other winter sports here,
1: you know, and as that get to the point where people are saying, man, baseball, it just never ends. It's just too much, but it's the postseason,
0: And I mean, if your team, if it's Tidley winks championship, if it's your team, you're going to follow to the end. Right. But I think if there's some drama, there's some intrigue, there's some star mm-hmm. power. Look, I don't really give two bleeps about the, the Los Angeles angels. But I'd love to see see Mike Trout make a deep run. And Otani, the reigning MVP. Mike Trout has played in the playoffs once. That was in 14. And they got swept in three games by Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I mean, as great as he is, there's nothing from a postseason perspective. I mean, we talk about Hall of Famers and legacies, blah, 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 all that nonsense. He's got nothing to realize. Is it his fault? No. But if he really wants to legitimize himself, in my opinion, right. as a transcendent guy historically, there's got to be some sort of postseason sure. heroics. This is no different than when baseball expanded to the wild card years ago.
1: You know, people were against it then. And look how great it's been now. It's the same. It's going to be the same
3: thing. People are going to love
1: this in the end. What do you think, Eric
3: Senior? I think what we just proved, we've been talking about 10 minutes about baseball, and the rule changes that we not like them or don't like them. But, you know, we haven't said one word about the money. And that's really what this whole thing was about the money. Right. Because we don't really care about millionaires and billionaires. Oh, I didn't give a shit from the joke. Exactly. exactly. We care about playing baseball and, and, and what they do on that field. And we could care less about how much this guy makes or that guy makes. So I think it's absolutely great that they're getting ready to start baseball again and just move on past that and try to put some fan interest back into the and sport. And I get like a Jordan Lyles is
0: making a living,
3: a healthy one getting five plus million from the
0: Orioles. But Jordan Lyles ain't paying my gas and electric. Exactly. You know what I mean, I'm paying his salary. If you want to look yeah. at it, I'm paying for cable and massing and all of that stuff. If anything, I'm the one providing him mm-hmm. with financial assistance, not the other way around. So I haven't... I didn't want to say I'm not sympathetic to the plights.
3: You know what I mean, Caleb? But it, the big deal is the end, rather. It's, it's playing hey, some baseball here. But, yeah. You said, uh, is, is the catcher coming north, Bobby?
0: Adley Robinson Ruckman.
3: Chirinos. Is he coming? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right away. The question away, is, is he the starter or is he the backup to Adley Ruckman? I think what you said last week, that when they open up. In Camden Yards, Adley Russman needs to be the catcher of the Baltimore Warriors. And I, has that changed? Not to me. No. I,
1: he needs to be the catcher. He well, won't be.
0: This manipulating of the, the service time, nobody wants to hear that well, anymore.
3: You, you know, Enough. like Robbie said, the good players, if you're really good.
1: They're going to do you. They're going to take gonna care of you. going to
3: resign you long before that anyway. If you're smart, I mean, you see it down in Atlanta. You see it at, at various teams, but not, not the Orioles. And I think the Orioles need to, to look just at that. If this guy's that good, what difference does an extra year make that they're gonna lose with them? So they're gonna re- sign him up. Yeah, if nothing and, else, it saves them money. I mean, and they gotta have him. You gotta have him for the beginning of the year. You gotta have some interest down there. I, maybe game one they might have a big crowd, but I'm talking game two, that night game. They uh-huh. need some fans in the stands. Yeah. Orioles, by the way, since we are based in
0: Baltimore yep. here sports addicts uh, they are home opener against the brujas man i can't wait for defending that defending nl uh central champs yeah. but it's a seven o'clock game too so it's not going to have the same pomp and circumstance right. that an opening day usually does sure. but you know they can blame themselves for all of that so but at we, least they're going to get 162 in right yeah they are going to play all and the double games. headers all right and here's a, a, another question the double headers yeah, no you guys on second. Tickets. No, no guys on second. I'm talking about with nine inning games. Yeah. no guys on. It's not slow pitch softball, Patterson Park. Yeah, it's Major League Baseball. It, you know, it's been in existence for almost 200 years. I mean, right. they've they figured it out. But do you have to pay twice? Of course, to see a doubleheader. It's twenty twenty. It's 2020. But you got to acquiesce to the fans, Mike. They, 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 well, they, maybe they might have
1: to, but they're not going to. You got to pay twice. It's two games. You're gonna have to. pay. Are pass. you cool with that I'm, as a fan? Yeah, because I'm used to it. That's just that, that's what you do. It's not nineteen sixty five. You're but not getting the daylight doubleheader. This a
0: unique circumstance. They locked out. Yeah, I, I, I would say starts if, late. If you I got was, to, they're playing doubleheaders because they have to. If I was running Major League, League Baseball, they
3: if I was running Major League Baseball as a marketing tool, they wouldn't have to pay twice. You would absolutely wouldn't have to do that. I mean, what's a couple of games, you know. That's all you, to doubleheaders. I would absolutely give that to the fans and say, you know what, give we, get, a we to give, come. yeah, we're giving you that. Yeah,
0: let's. Uh, we're here's how we speak to you, the fans, since yeah. we don't have one person that speaks for yourselves. Uh-huh. Hey, traditional doubleheader yeah. starts at four, half hour break, game two starts. You pay one price. I'm
3: old enough to remember that. I remember that.
0: Yep. I mean, you know, it happened before. We are an advanced society. Yeah. You to figure something out. I know yep. it's all about the cake. Like, as I transition to March Madness. Oh, man. Which is way all about the cake. Yep. Billions and billions yep. of dollars are spent by TV networks to broadcast it. And we're in March, of course. And uh, NCAA tournament starts next week. Not to uh, un-evergreen this uh, podcast here. <laughs> but, TBS... True TV, TNT, CBS. I mean, you can literally watch any game you want, but mm-hmm. at what cost? Billions of dollars. I've always had a problem with the fact that marquee sporting events like the Final Four this year, because it alternates between TBS and TNT and CBS. Right. Final Four this year, if you don't have cable, right. you, you can't, can't watch, watch it. it. And everyone fills out a bracket. And usually it's some asshole who doesn't know anything about basketball who wins Mm -hmm. your bracket. Mm -hmm. But the fans, again, and it's all about the cake. So as it is popular as it is, like a Super Bowl, this is like a Super Bowl for two weeks. Is it unfair, if you will, that the championship game and the Final Four, unless you have cable, which we all do, you can't watch it? You can watch it all season long. But not until the, championship. the championship, it's yeah. like the college football. ESPN yeah. monopolized all the bowl games and the championships. I don't know. I still feel a, I still feel sympathy.
3: Well, I do not too. every I,
0: it, it, people still live on fixed incomes. Yeah, in I,
3: I, I, think that's that's tough on the fans to do that. But for money, I mean, everything's money now, and it generates dollars, and that's what they're going to do. I mean, the Orioles have been doing with Masson um, since they've had them. I mean, that's just what they do. I, I just think it's wrong um but apparently they've done it surveys and they think they can get away with it they think that we'll pony up the dollars have the cable and watch the games because we're fanatics that's what fans are we'll do anything to watch the sport and if we got to spend a few shillings we're going to do that
0: but it's like the tease yeah, of yeah. the regular season i agree yeah. yeah and then all of
3: a sudden that, it's like, oh sorry yeah I'm, i mean
1: I'm
0: my <laughs> pants back on <laughs> and i'm leaving and they yeah. know that and they know people will figure it
1: out yeah like my dad said, because
3: we're fans, we're going to figure it out. Yep. There's
1: no way. You're can't. You're you not going to take that game away from somebody who wants to watch that game. Somebody who wants to watch that game bad enough, they're going to figure it out.
3: So I'll be calling you,
0: Bob, to get your password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 watchhoops.com. Yeah. But why is this such a phenomenon? Gambling. Gambling.
1: Gambling. That's it. I was just talking to- about that. Yeah. Tomorrow, people will be printing out bracket sheets mm-hmm. at work, you know, Emailing them around to each other, people like you said that don't know anything about basketball, no. just going to take a chance because nobody knows. We know basketball, and we can't. Pick, nobody can pick a perfect bracket. Nobody no can ever done it. Yeah, nobody can pick a half perfect bracket at the and time.
3: That goes back to what we talked about last week about the guy that got suspended for a year, because gambling. Because, because you, Calvin Ridley, exactly. Yeah. You can't risk a whole industry because somebody compromised your sport by betting on it, and people want to know. You know, I had somebody say, Well, you can hit your girlfriend and hit your wife. Well, they got laws against that. The laws but the laws say you can gamble. But major league football, baseball, and basketball say you can't do that while you're playing. And that's the way it's gotta be. Because if you want Gladys to pick a, a spot on the board, because she does, she needs to think that it's honest, that the player isn't it isn't cheating. And when you catch them because they are cheating. But when you catch him, you got to do something. Who's with cheating? It. What, Calvin Ridley. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, he absolutely was. I mean, he's got other players cell phone in his phone. So what does he do? Just in talking, one of his guys might say, "Hey, you know Ben Johnson's not playing this week, man, because he, he's hurt." Well, that's inside information that you don't have, but he does, and he didn't use it maliciously, but he got that information, and that's what you got to protect about. That's why to me if 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 I'm the owner of a football team, this guy would never ever play again, and anybody that gambled would never play again because he's jeopardizing how much money I can make all right, but all right, let's get
0: back to March madness however, do you think that some of these players student athletes are compromised now you have name image like, Oh, yeah, which, which only goes to the stars let's sure. be honest yeah, it, which it, you it, knew was going to happen all along yeah. Yeah. but do you think some slappy on Murray State, just using them as an example,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's on the take.
1: Sure. I don't, I don't know, if, yeah. I don't know I, if it's that. Could be, detailed. but that was the problem with this NIL from the beginning. It, it, you're either an amateur or you're a pro. There should be no gray area. If you're going to paid, you're a pro. And that's that, – to me, that's the, – the players are already getting paid anyway. You got guys that can't spell going getting degrees from schools that they never are able to and guys that are getting to put – if I'm a, a – if I'm trying to go to school to be a lawyer or a doctor, and you can tell me I can go to Duke and expose me and give me the ability to be able to to be in the forefront for my profession, which is what these basketball players are trying to do, football players. Nobody's going to school to go to school. Yeah. They're going to school to be a professional athlete. So they were already paying them in that sense that I'm giving you the platform to
3: show the world your abilities.
1: You didn't need to get paid. And i if you want to get paid, you're a professional.
3: All you got to do is think about it. Whenever there's money involved, I don't care what it is, Bob, you know, sport. when you went to work and he punched your time sheet because you hadn't got there early enough, but you still got paid, it's money involved because that's what people do. So if there's money involved with it, basketball, football, baseball, doesn't matter, somebody is going to deviate. Somebody's going to do something outside the rules, no matter what it is,
0: no matter what it is. All right, we talk about brackets and block pulls, whatever it is. Do you guys
2: partake, Caleb? I'm not a bracket fill out. Type of guy because like everybody said, there's no perfect one. I doubt my chances. When sort of like, am I gonna win the Jimmy Buffett <laughs> like however much money he puts up? I just like watching. Um, I was actually talking to my friends about gambling on college sports, and you don't do you feel a little type of way about that like pr- like promoting gambling on kids? my friend retorted to that saying, well, they're not kids. They are. They are. You call a 20-year-old a kid. You call a 21-year-old a kid, and you're gambling on their college athletic. Like you said, you're going to school to go to school. So I don't really gamble or fill out a bracket. I just like to watch the madness, man. What do you think, Junior? Uh, I fill out a
1: bracket or two, but like Caleb was saying, I know I'm not going to win. I just do it out of. I don't even. Most of the time, You got
0: played away. Yeah, most of the time, but a I fill out of lottery. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't even do it for any monetary value. I just want to see if I can. Guess some winners that you know some dark horses and see how good I am.
0: I'm trying uh, to win some cake. Well, you're not going to. How many? How much money have you won filling out a bracket? Uh, I won in ninety five, <laughs> <like> two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> so two hundred. So since 20, then, I've lost, yeah, lost
3: probably like four thousand. So, yeah, Twenty
1: seven years ago, you won. You know, two hundred bucks. Hey, but it, I still
3: remember that uh, victory. Like, I fill out a sheet every year. I fill out a sheet. Yeah, and it sits on his desk. You and, don't go many it, further it, than it, that. Oh, I don't go further. You know how you, they got thirty two teams in the first round? Yeah. I don't get out the first bracket. Yeah, nobody you know? does. <laughs> and, and I don't because I mean I can't because I pick the, the 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 teams with the best record who I haven't seen before against the team with the worst record, and, and invariably one of those teams with the worst record wins. Yeah. So I don't set just, just like Robbie said. It sits on my desk. All right, real quick.
0: Caleb brought this up. Student athletes—they're mm-hmm. still kids. Mm-hmm. Some of these kids have had their asses kissed for a long time
3: sure, and course. have
0: known how to play this game. So yep. I don't want to paint a broad brush right. that all of the athletes are the same, mm-hmm. but the studs, they've known how to play this sure. game. for a Le- LeBron James, and yeah. a transcendent <laughs> guy, I get it. Yep. But Albert King going way back, Moses Malone, et cetera, et cetera. If you're the- Trevor Lawrence, yeah. look at, Arch Manning, yeah. these guys know how to play that game as well as anyone. So yes. when they walk in with the hayseed sticking out of their mouth, yeah, yeah. college kids, they're not as naive and as clueless. I, I think nah, a lot of people envision that they would be. No, nah, they're marketing. They're setting themselves up. They're little businesses. And even
1: like what we're talking about, the NIL – you know, I, as an ex-college athlete, I can tell you that the last guy on the team, even not even a superstar, the last guy on the team, still thinks he has a shot at playing professional in whatever the sport is. It's just what, it's just what motivates you to want to play. That's what gets you to come to the field and practice and play every day. You think in the back of your mind that you got a shot at being a professional athlete, no matter who you are on the team. Every single person on every single college team believes that in the back of their mind. But when
0: you go to school... I mean, and you walk, you're walking in, hey, coach, I'm ready to play. And then some seedy character comes up to offer you. I mean, are you, like, clueless to where some guys will, some guys won't. I don't really, will, I don't really know what you're talking right. about there, mister. Yeah. So. Why
3: would I miss that foul shot? What's <laughs> a point, spread? <laughs> Get the bleep out of here. With all well, you know it's going to
2: happen. It's definitely going to happen.
1: It's been happening already. It, right. It, it's been happening yeah, for years. Exactly.
2: I believe it happened a bunch in the 80s at Arizona State. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you put Steven money in Headache there. And Headache
0: Smith, I believe, was part of that. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky was involved in a scandal when uh, Adolph Rupp was yeah. the coach. Uh, this is not new by any no, stretch of the imagination. Nope. But the tournament itself, no local uh, entities in there this year. Maryland got bounced by Michigan State. Copping. Coppin. Uh, Navy and UMBC all made it to their conference finals. Does it lessen your interest because we're based in Maryland, of course, that no
3: one here locally is going to participate? I'll tell you what, it does mine. I even, I like to even Cinderella teams from Maryland. But, I mean, I'm going to watch it because I'm a sports fan. But, yeah, I, I'd love to see one of our teams in it. So it is going to lessen it for me because now I don't have to, I don't have a, one of my teams saying, man, I want to see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now I'll just turn it on because I just like basketball. Right. It does it lessen it for you?
1: A little bit. You know, realistically, you do, you never count on any of those teams getting in because they got to win their conference tournament to, to do it. But it would have been nice. It would have especially like Towson having a nice year. Yeah. UMBC has had a nice scene the past couple of years and, and weren't able to get in. It, it would have been a little extra, a little some icing on the cake. But you know, one of the team,
0: whoever it was, is going to probably get bounced in the first round anyway. Yeah. Towson going to the NIT because they won their league.
2: What about it, Cale? Well, I. I am not less interested with the lack of Maryland teams, but I would say it would increase my interest, right, if I had a little hometown dog to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's kind of odd, or I don't know what the word is for it, but the fact that Delaware beat Towson, they went on to win the, the tournament, so they get the bid. So cool it kind of stings a little extra, right, because it could have been Towson. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, that's the
0: game, whether it's Coppin, Morgan, yeah. Navy, Maryland, that's the game you're watching Yeah. on that
3: particular I mean, we were on the edge of our chairs that year. That Towson was in the big dance, and on Oklahoma. They, I think yeah, yeah. they played right year. to halftime. They, uh, they, 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 they were down to
0: the final yeah. minute or two. Exactly. And I then UNBC beat the it, number one it,
3: seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2018. So I mean, you know, so that that's, that that part is awesome, and so we won't have that. And and I that's why I wanted one of the teams to get in because that's why it's called March Madness. Cause anything can happen. And we talk about fan interest and how it resonates with you.
0: Uh, Larry Gibson died. couple of days ago uh dunbar star played at the university of maryland for four years played for bob wade lefty absolutely at number 32 and in 1979 as a young bobster Mm -hmm. 14 years old maryland was playing notre dame when nbc was the game of the week billy pack or al mcguire jim simpson called the game because dick enberg was doing the playoffs yes that's real I mean, I don't, I don't lie. I mean, I it is a bullshit. Up I don't believe you, And it was a Saturday. It wasn't Super yep. Bowl Sunday. And Robbie was <laughs> one. Yeah, Robbie was <laughs> sitting in his diapers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so Larry Gibson scores on a traditional three-point play with like yeah. two seconds left to beat Notre Dame with Kelly Trapuca and Bill Lamber and Orlando Woolridge. They had like six NBA players on that team. And I'll never forget. I was sitting in front of the TV on a little footstool living on Baltimore Street. Sure. Because I'm from Baltimore. Right. Not the suburbs. I understand. I grew up on Baltimore Street. I understand. I just want to stress that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I jump up, start running around the house, and to this day, and I'm now 57 years old, that is still one of the best sports memories I've ever had. Now, they lost their next game to Virginia, but just to win and it was on national TV and the pomp and circumstance that came along with it. I'll never forget that play that moment. So my question to you guys is, and there's been others of course, but if I had to do a top 10 sports moments for me as a fan, it's in it. What, I mean, senior, yeah. I don't want to state your age, okay. but you are called senior. Uh-huh, for a reason. But what, what's one or two sports, as a fan, As a fan, that just resonate? It could have been like a Tuesday night, somebody hit a home run to beat the Twins well, or something. Well, one like. of my
3: very closest friends is Eddie Murray, and when he hit his 500th home run, I was at the stadium, but I left. There was a rain delay, and I left. So I didn't get a chance to see him hit it, but I recorded the game. And two days later, he's his, Eddie Murray is now at my house. And we're watching the game, and I watched the, the him hit his 500 home run with him there. To me, that was one of the coolest things that I've ever done, as you've ever awesome. seen in sports, right? What do you got, Junior?
1: So for me, this was probably, I think it was 1988 NCAA tournament. Uh, Maryland was playing um, Kentucky. We're in Cincinnati. Um, oh, yeah. As when I was a kid, My dad used to take me to all the NCAA games when uh, Coach Wade was still around. we travel around. One of the most exciting things you can do is travel around with the team, stay in the team hotel like we were doing, being around the the players, being around the players' families, stuff like that. And uh, long story short, I think the first game we beat Southern Jaguars, which had uh, Avery Johnson was the point guard in Southern Jaguars that year. Then the next game – I can't remember who they beat the second game anyway they made it to the to the Sunday they made it to the, to, the, to the game to get them out of that regional and they play Rex Chapman in Kentucky yeah. and they gave Rex Chapman in Kentucky a, a run that it was a game. tie
0: game with it, two minutes left.
1: so <laughs> you know better than me and yeah. I was at the game yeah. and I was at the game my dad looks over to me he's like they win this game we're going to the next round which I knew we were you know I knew if we won that game we were going to wherever they were going next That's and check, right? and uh of course they they lost the game and, uh, man, I cried like, I mean, I was, he did. I, I, was, ten years uh, I was on the phone. Yeah. I was making airline, it, reservations. You know, and you're with, you know, we sit with all the other parents and the family. So, you know, they're doing the same thing. They're ready to move on to yeah. the next thing. And I mean, I cried my, my eyes out, but I will tell you this, the best player that I've ever seen on teams, Rex Chapman was one of them. I'd never seen anything like that. Rex Chapman might as well have been Michael Jordan. I mean, that's how popular he was. And I look back and I'm thinking about it like, damn, he was like a twenty year old kid, yeah. and that's, or nineteen year old kid. He was Michael Jordan. We were in Cincinnati, but that's still Kentucky. As far as as far as college basketball concerned, I never seen anybody that popular and a whole crowd of
0: people backing the guy. Yeah, I he mean, was he was like the, the superstar mm-hmm. of Home, superstars. Hometown yeah. guy. Yeah, there he goes. was
1: the absolute man.
0: And then he bailed. That after that, they lost to Villanova, I think, the next round, Kentucky. And then he went to the NBA. Yeah, after that. He wound up playing for the Bullets yeah. for a couple of years. Yep. King Rex. Yep. And the Hornets. I mean, yeah. he had serious. I think that was the serious game. High. Uh, serious hot. Serious hops. He high. could get yeah. off yeah. the ground.
1: I could still picture him in that game that day. But that, like I said, that was one of my biggest sports Coach moments. Wade went to the hospital. He, yeah, I think he collapsed in that game or
0: uh-huh. something like that. Yep. Well, when you cry after a sports memory, I don't know. <laughs> you guys,
2: but but yeah. you were just I a bought, kid. Yep. Man, I was all right, Caleb, what old. do you got? Um, I believe it was the Nationals playing the L.A. Dodgers. Um, I think it was game five because the NLDS is only five games, right? Not seven? Yes. Um, my buddy and I were at Big Bats on Ken Island, if anybody's familiar. Yeah, yeah That's Steve, Garland. Steve Garland. Yeah. Watching them get whooped. And me and my boy have been following them the whole year. We usually listen to the games on radio because I really like the announcers for the Nationals. And we're watching them get trounced, and we're like, wow, okay, here we go. We're done. You know, this is a nice run. So we get in our car, and we go home, and we pull into my uh, driveway because he was living with me at the time. And I was like, let's just see what the score is. You know, turn it on. And they start coming back, and we're like, "Well, we're in the car; we're not moving right from this spot." So, yeah. like, the feeling of being like, "Can't jinx this; yeah. gotta stay in my car, listen to this play-by-play, play. and listening to them come back and win," just gives me chills just thinking about it because I was ready to throw in the towel. Yeah, stupid stitches—you can't move out of your seat, you guys. Whatever, you gotta, you man. You gotta, whenever, they won, you, so it, yeah. it's because we sat in our yeah, car. Yeah, because you just sat just in the case car. Was that was a hell of
1: a
0: game, too. And it, to that, the stupid stitches—like, if I don't watch a game, my team was going to lose. I don't feel like that anymore, but I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not home in time to watch the game. <laughs> They're going to be losing by forty when I get there." Had one of those like st-
2: stupid, yeah, suspicious yeah, yeah. moments. Why Nationals? Um, my buddy told me to start watching them because they were awful. Where uh, are you from? I'm from Ken Island. Um, it's where I grew up. I'm, like I mentioned before, I'm not. I wasn't huge into baseball growing up. I played lacrosse in high school, so you know it's kind of drilled into you. You don't like baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I finally started watching. Them. I was like, "Man, I never actually gave it a chance." And my buddy was like, let's go to the games because uh, the Nationals are like 14 and 30 something. They're like tickets are like five bucks, man. Let's just go. So I threw on a couple Nationals apparel, went to the game and off they went to the <laughs> to the championship and uh, couldn't be much better. But I am an admitted homer. You know, I want to see I, the Baltimore I'm Orioles do well, that, yeah. you know, Nationals. I want to see them do well. Washington it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I like a happy city.
3: Do you guys give a shit about the Nationals or no? Um, nah, not really. I don't. Robbie made it. I, I do for business, for business. For business. Because
1: believe it or not, we do have a, a, a pretty good amount, especially with the Orioles struggling. You know, when the Orioles were struggling those years and, you know, the Nationals had guys that didn't matter if you were a local fan or not, you knew who Bryce Harper was. You knew who Steven Strasburg was. Oh, they had star you know, And Still you know is. who Juan Soto is. Yeah. You know, You know who these guys are. They have the household names that we don't have right now. So that does help, especially business-wise. But overall, as, as a fan fan, no. And I can even tell you, like, I, I where I grew up, Western Howard County, you got a lot of people that were Redskins fans and Orioles fans. And a lot of those people are still Redskins fans and Orioles fans. They didn't adopt the Nationals. So the Nationals are for a, a new era, uh, you know, of fans. But – for as far as uh, sport uh, business is concerned, yeah, I, def- I definitely uh, keep my. I mean, on I'll check actions. them out. Yeah, I mean, they've been—it's a good product yeah. for the most part. And the Orioles own them. They, no matter how bad the Orioles are,
3: we always seem to be able to beat them. Hey, you know, you you <laughs> said, you, and you know, I was I talked about Eddie Murray being yeah. one of the things, but one of the biggest thing highlights sports in my life. Uh, my friend Bob Wade, you know who he is, Coach Wade, be- became the uh, 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 coach of University of Maryland. And Brooks Robinson um, asked me to go to a dinner with him uh, that they were going to celebrate Bob getting the, the uh, job. So the dinner is at Duke Zebra's restaurant in Washington, D.C. And they put four people at a table, um, at you know, for each table. There must have been 50 tables, four at a table for dinner. And my wife and I are there. And the other two people at my table is George Bush, and his wife, who later became president of the United States. and I Barbara th- Bush or um, the- oh, second, Bush. The- second, Bush. second Bush? Second Bush. GW. GW. Yeah. G-W. Yeah. Um, we, had dinner for, <laughs> we had dinner for, uh, for two hours. We sat there with uh, the future president of the United States and his wife, and I thought that was kind of cool. What the hell was his wife's name?
2: I can't
0: remember. What was but- what's, what's Bush's wife's name? Um, Mrs. Bush.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's
0: going to drive me crazy.
3: Yeah, because Barber was uh Laura. first and I told Laura, was he Bush. With the Laura Bush was he with right. the Rangers at the time when yeah. you were talking to uh-huh. him. Yeah, that's why they put us at the table because they put he's people, a baseball guy. They put it. Exactly. He wasn't in the politics. And it's funny because I invited him to a party at my house, which you've been to my house before so for some of my parties. And um, he said, man, I'd love to come. And about two weeks before the party. He called my office when I, because I was in the car business, and I can still remember Lynn, my switchboard operator, saying, "George Bush, George Bush is on line one. George Bush is <laughs> on line one." And I thought that was the coolest thing. I wish I could have recorded that. Future
0: president of the United, United States. I really? said, "Yeah." I had
3: dinner with him for two hours. Me, him, and my wife.
0: That's an impressive story, Senior. Yeah. It's sports addicts: Bob Haiti, Robbie Senior, Robbie Davis Senior, Robbie Davis Junior. We're here talking about everything happening as much as we can, time permitting. In the rules. Actually, it's a podcast. We can talk for as long as we want. But we do have uh, lives, I would assume.
3: Exactly. But what, what, what but we really want to with? do is tell people um, that if they would like to sponsor us, us to if they want to sponsor us, don't we want people to sponsor our podcast? Uh, absolutely. We need to let people know. That They just need to get in touch with us, whether it's Bob Haney or me, Robbie, Robbie first base, or my son. Let us know, and uh, we'll give you a good ad.
0: Aren't we going to, Caleb, eventually, as we
3: uh grow and get into more of a video aspect,
0: which will happen eventually, not too distant future? There are going to be uh, ways that people can click likes and maybe donate and all of those. Oh, sorts absolutely, of links will be there's provided. there's no nation. yep. Like a A donation. donation. Amen, brother. Amen. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to use that. That was innovative. I'm going to use that. Yeah, I never heard that before. (laughs) That That Bob,
3: ain't he? he Well, we'll get into
0: all of that good stuff. But let's get to Hoops uh, NBA level. LeBron James a couple of nights ago against the Wiz. He drops fifty. It's been a disastrous season for the Lakers, and I couldn't be happier because I can't stand all this bandwagon. Best basketball bullshit. player I hate ever. it. I hate it. No, no, he's not. I'm going there. Oh, no, I'm no, going no, there. And no, 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 best no. basketball player. And, and ever. I'll, no, no, no. Eighteen times All Star. So, yeah.
3: 20, uh, Fifteen times. Ooh. Fifteen times he's hit twenty-five points, five boys. The only other person that do anything like that was the Big O, and he did eight.
0: Uh-huh. LeBron did. 15. times. That's all very touching. I'd take Michael Jordan over him 7 days nah, a week and nah, twice on You want to tell you want me to tell you why? Yeah, go ahead. There's
1: not one thing on the court that Michael Jordan could do that LeBron can't do, yeah. and there's a bunch of things on the court that LeBron can do that Michael Jordan Expl- cannot do. Give me one. Number one, play all the positions. No, num- <laughs> num- <laughs> number Yeah, Jordan can't be a center. Number two, sc- score at will. Michael LeBron James is a bigger, fr- stronger, faster Version of Michael Jordan? Now he's not. Yes, he is. Now he is. Yeah, yes, he is. That's because there's absolutely because nothing you can do. Jordan Bobby.
0: Listen, if he, hey, he played for North Carolina. If you yes. take this, I, mean, I don't care. I mean, I, right. I hated Michael Jordan. If
1: you take this better. old school, like we did at the playground, and have ten guys out there, and you got to pick five guys, five guys, I'm taking the guy that's six nine, two seventy, freight train. that can run. that can run like a gazelle. I would that can be that to
0: bet an appendage. That Michael Jordan in his prime would kick the shit out of LeBron James in his prime in a one on one. Totally disagree. See, I love totally that. Totally disagree. I love that because I always draw the comparison. Because Jordan's like, got big cojones and he would have listened my to all. So does LeBron. He would have been listening son to is, all this. He's he he a celebration this he year. He can play yeah. five position. So, yeah. Because yeah, they don't have centers anymore. Six yeah. eleven dudes bang three. Michael Jordan would have been like, uh huh. And I tell you what, this is uh-huh. another reason
1: why. It's another reason
0: why we I like LeBron you again. more. And then I'm inside your head and you're shooting bricks the, like, the you most, doing like real games.
1: The most highly – out of here. The most pressure, nah. the most highly anticipated – Kobe Bryant had more Most of scrutinized dagger. athlete that you've ever seen. Since they put him on the front of the Sports Illustrated saying yeah, the chosen Brian. one yep. when he was 15 years old, the one thing you're supposed to – you're supposed to be Danny Monte, the guy that pitched in the Lowly League World Series. You're supposed to fall off. You're not supposed to be the guy that oh, really does lived pan up out. To the, oh, He, he lived up brilliant to brilliant all player. the hype. Michael Fruitful. Jordan – yeah, he had a little hype coming out of Carolina, but he might not even be the uh, best. Oh, yeah, a little hype. But he wasn't even the best player on his own team.
3: His freshman year. Yeah, so
1: what I'm saying he wasn't even the best player on his own team in that program.
3: Dean Smith was, wasn't he? No, James <laughs> Ward he was. And it Sam might Perkins. <laughs> Sam Perkins, yeah.
0: So, I mean, we're talking different eras, though. He's coming out of <laughs> – He wasn't even the first pick. How about that? How about that? He wasn't even the first oh, pick. Man. And you think if they had a redo, they would change that? Of course, that? They. <laughs> of out course of they would. Of course they would. He had a little hype coming out as a – two time all American national player of the year, Olympic Yeah, but
1: LeBron gold medalist. James LeBron James was twelve. I mean, come on now. What do you think is a little more what do you all think? Is you more pressure? Do is
3: look at the rings to figure out who the best player is. Bill uh, Bill Russell. By the way, Jordan six and zero
2: in finals, <laughs> six time MVP. Yeah. Uh, well, how about you going- got to make it there though, yeah, right? Going- you got to make it there, right? Yeah. How many times did Jordan not make the championship? And how about
1: going eight consecutive times on different teams? That's saying, uh, oh, maybe this guy's. I'm reason not why- buying Maybe, it. maybe that's the a- <laughs> time we can debate all Man, we want. Come really. on, Bob. Yeah, they right. it ain't changing. He feels he good. That's great. right. It's my opinion. You, you yeah. drop LeBron on the Wizards next year, and they might have a shot. To do what? Get well, the, maybe not.
0: What are <laughs> oh, yeah. right now?
2: Where
1: are the Lakers right now? I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. Listening. Yeah, not
3: a, LeBron's not a good general oh, manager. Oh,
0: oh, and by the way, uh, one thing that people don't want Ray to. Ray Allen bailed his ass out in that series against San Antonio, by the way. i, I, I hear Leonard you. and Ginobili brick and foul shot.
1: I hear you. But one thing that people don't think is going to happen or want to happen, I know is going to happen LeBron's going to play with Bronny. That's happening that's going to happen. Well, that's
0: the assumption that Bronny's good enough to make the NBA. Well, you, you know Which, what? Okay, based on LeBron's awesomeness, that I say probably he happen.
1: I say he is, because he's already a top, uh, one of the top players in his class anyway. I don't
0: even think, and I don't know this for sure, Caleb, maybe you can Googleize it. I don't even think he's the best player on his high school team. He's
1: not, but he plays for a stud team. Sierra Canyon is a stud team. But I will say this, he has one advantage that all the other kids have. Yeah, he, goes home to Le- he goes home to LeBron James. <laughs> he goes home to LeBron James' chef. He goes home to LeBron James' treatment and gym and all that stuff, and that's going to Make a difference.
0: Why doesn't real quick, because I want to talk about the 80 Lakers, but why doesn't Bill Russell get more run as the best
3: best player in the history of basketball? Um, because people look at it differently now. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. People didn't it, see him play. In the games you know, evolved. All, yeah. to me, But all sports have evolved. To me, as an older person, I don't think I think hands down that that you, you look at the rings, even when he didn't get a ring, when he was coaching, he should have gotten one. But he didn't. He could have had another ring there. So I think that people- Oh, he got a ring as a coach. No, no, but he could have gotten another one. He could have, he got 12, could have had 13 or something. But anyway, I believe that the, the players now versus the players then, we had this conversation, my, my son and I all the time. I say the players then could play with the players now, but they really could not all of uh, them. No, no, they, the they transcended went, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah,
1: you look at these rosters. I, I just go back to looking. I was watching the uh, the Bulls run the good the seventy two and ten run here and seeing some of the games they put. Half the guys on those rosters couldn't be on these rosters yeah. now. Not See, that team, but the other I don't
0: necessarily agree with that because there's a lot of scrubs in the NBA. Yeah, but there's a mm. there's not are, a lot of
3: guys <laughs> that can turn from the oh from, from one era and like 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 the Big O. He, he could play, in, play in, in in this year. Yeah. Roman yeah, Rowe. The
0: superstars could yeah, all Pete be. Maravich, yeah, Jim, yeah. Kareem. The but I don't know, like guys like Kareem, though the game yeah. has changed. Shaq attack, yeah.
1: But I tell you why Bill Russell doesn't get the credit. One reason he's a defensive-minded player, and defensive-minded players, and in all, in everything, no matter what sport. If you're a defensive-minded player, people
0: don't give you any. Luck. I think Bill Russell made Hall of Famers out of a lot of guys. Agreed. His yeah, look
1: at that Celtics team. Half of them, are, you know, all those Bill Hall of Sharman, Famers. Bill
0: Sam Jones, Casey Heinson.
1: Heinz you know Kuzi, well, Havlicek Kuzi and Havlicek
0: would have been Hall of Famers they're, no matter what. game, no doubt. But all right, there's a the, the Lakers documentary that's on HBO right now. I'm loving it. I was reading in The Athletic, and I lived it, no mm-hmm. offense. Mm-hmm. You were still pooping yourself back <laughs> in 1980. That was my team, though, the 80s yeah. Lakers. Not but me. they're doing a disservice to Jerry West, making him out to be an asshole. Yeah, they really did. But yeah. he wasn't yeah. at yeah. all. yeah. I yeah. mean, Jerry West was like the exact opposite. Yeah. It's like the Cinderella yeah, they're, Man. They're making him the look like must have made somebody man. The Russell Crowe yeah. movie, remember yeah. that, where James Braddock yeah. beat Max Bear, and they made Max Bear out to be this villainous guy, and in reality, he was like a dopey comedian yeah. sort of per. By the way, Max Bear's son. Max Baird Jr. played Jethro on the uh, Beverly Hills. Did, did, B- thing, one of the greatest uh, characters right. of all time. D- Jethro Bodine was the shit. Did Magic, and, <laughs> did
1: Magic and Jerry, were they known to have beef? Because that's the way the show makes you feel.
0: It was more, Magic had beef, from what I recall, with Paul Westhead. Mm-hmm. Westhead took over for Jack McKinney. Jack McKinney was the coach of Magic's rookie year. Mm-hmm. And he came over from Portland, From yeah. he was with Jack Ramsey. McKinney got in a bicycle accident 15, 20 games into the season. Westhead was the assistant and took over, and they pulled Riley out of the broadcast booth to be his assistant coach. The next year, they lost, and they got upset by Houston in those little two-out-of-three series. Remember the mini series, mm-hmm. And then Magic got pissed because Westhead wanted to run the offense through Kareem. And then he forced the out, and Jerry Buss was on Magic's side, which caused all this. Yeah. But the the portrayal of Jerry West is completely, yeah. completely interact- inaccurate.
1: Well, one portrayal that is catching my eye on there, that he must have been uh, just a first-class asshole, is Jack Kent Cooke. I mean,
0: that's it, kind of it, embellished, it, too. I, uh, Mitch Kupchak was saying that he never said, get the bleep out of my okay, office. Okay, because they're
1: – I don't know who the producers are of this show and if Magic is behind it or whatever. Well, it's all you know, dramatized. Whatever, but, man, they, they really make him look like a jerk. And,
0: by the way, real quick before we get to the 80 Lakers, comparing them today today's teams. Um, <laughs> LeBron James, Jeannie Bus. Who didn't even get employed by the team till like the mid '90s? They made it sound like she started working in like the first year. Yeah, like she picked. I mean, Magic. It's all bullshit. They make it like A she's going the one to root. Yeah, but um, she said five most influential Lakers of all time: Kobe, uh, Magic, Magic, but LeBron. No offense to your boy, she didn't mention Jerry West, and he got—he's he, the he,
3: logo. He yeah. He's well, the logo. He,
0: play, he played his entire career in LA. Yeah. He's not a mercenary yeah. like yeah. Lebron, LeBron. He's the logo. Came, He's got training on that Lakers legacy. He won a championship as a player. He coached them for 3 years and they made the playoffs every year. He was the GM that traded for Kobe, that signed Shaq attack, that hired Phil Jackson. He was the architect of that team. Yeah. That started the dynasty yeah. of the early 2000s. 100%. So she screwed him there, and yeah. he's got every right to be bent of about that. But let me throw this crazy stat out for you. Here on Sports Addicts, Bob Haiti and the Robbies, and Caleb, of course. Could the 1980 Lakers play with the 2022 Golden State Warriors? Just throwing that out there. 2022? Today's, today's Warriors against the 80 Lakers that had Magic, Kareem,
2: Wilkes, Three Hall of Famers. Today's in their Warriors? League. No, they can't beat the, today's Warriors. Now, when the Warriors had Clay pre Achilles and pre ACL tear and Kevin Durant, yeah, absolutely. But that's not the same team. What do you think?
1: Team. Well, the one player that's unguardable is Kareem. There's nobody for Kareem. I don't know how they answer to Kareem. And maybe Magic. You know, maybe a guy, maybe a 6'9 guy to bring the ball down the floor. You Way know? ahead
0: of his time. Right? Yeah,
1: you know. That, he was LeBron before LeBron. 100 Not as athletic. 100%. Right? But,
0: yeah, Magic and Kareem are a problem. They, they just are. They're a problem. Well, let me throw this crazy stat out for you. 1980 was the first year of the three-point line. The Los Angeles Lakers, NBA champions, won 60 games that year. For the season, shot one hundred threes. For the season,
1: yeah,
0: made twenty. Nineteen eighty, they made twenty threes for the year. For the season, damn. So far through sixty-eight games, I guess not counting last night. The Golden State Warriors this year have shot two thousand seven hundred and seventeen threes. Twos thirty-one eighty. So almost half of their offense is outside the Yeah,
1: But that's right. the problem with comparing errors. Like, the Lakers were playing the game that was – But
0: what's the more enjoyable game to watch? The it's 80. Like a game. Yeah. Yeah. I almost, I almost said the word I don't want to start yeah. saying because then we'd go off the charts. Yeah. But watching a bunch of dudes shooting jump shots, it's like yeah. going out to sawmill and yeah. watching a pickup. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, sure. So the more enjoyable game, I that's think, is like the the pick and roll, the moving without yep. the ball. Yeah, I mean the mid range games route. Mm-hmm. You yep. want to talk about where players were better then? Everybody and their grandmother could make a fifteen foot jump shot in nineteen eighty. Yep. Yep. Nowadays, if it's not a dunk or a three, yeah. Well, good luck. You know, it's like
1: baseball. Home runs paid. That's that's what pays yeah. the bills. That's what gets the contracts. Jumping out of the gym and shooting threes. That's what gets
0: you paid. But it's just the the number. Twenty yeah. seven hundred three, but they would. You and know, there's still like fourteen games left in the season. If you drop that '80s Lakers
1: team in today's game, they'd be doing the same. If you drop that this Golden but State. But the thing be,
0: is, they didn't. They'd have to put someone on the roster that could shoot. Right, that could shoot three yeah, Sure, because yeah. Wilkes wouldn't. Wilks yeah. would hit a fifteen yeah, they foot would do that, huh? Sleep.
1: And Magic couldn't shoot, especially not that point. Not at that back point. He, not, yeah, if he that
0: became point. a decent three point shooter. Mm-hmm. They'd have to pay someone twenty million bucks
3: yeah. to yep. be a designated shooter. Yep. It's crazy, and how they would have done that. They would adapted. Uh-huh. No matter what sport it is, yes. everybody adapts. Depths to what's going well, on? But watching
0: the Lakers and the Sixers and those finals, yeah, and the Lakers, right.
3: much more exciting, way more
0: exciting. No, question. I think, no and question. I'm not saying these guys are much more physically gifted, That's more athletic. Oh, uh, everybody, and the handles. I can I still Ryan see Rick Barry. I can still goes. see Huntsell. I would learn how to dribble.
1: Yeah,
3: better. I can they see. just like. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but he could
0: pass and he could shoot yeah. the lights out. Yeah. But he goes, if I could change an aspect, underhanded my game, free throws, you know, I would have learned how to. And he shot like ninety five percent. I would have learned how to handle the ball better. Yeah. The, back, it wasn't a ball dominant game back yeah.
3: then. It was we're passing. I mean, they ran offensive sets. Yeah, I would, I would say, and I, I can remember the Big E grabbing a rebound, throwing it down court to to Wes Unseld with a, for a layup right there. Or Unseld was the one with the outlet pass. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah I'm sorry. That's right. Throwing down to the Big E vice right first. But that's it was exciting. I mean, I can still see Dr. J. Remember when he was in the NBA, in the ABA with the yeah. funny basketball, yeah. the stuff that he was doing. To me, those guys and those games were much more exciting than watching a guy come across the free throw line and can knock down a J and they can, they can shoot. I mean, I mean
1: Steph Curry can hit him from the course. logo yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And Damian Lillard I mean, can that's, bang him yeah. from
0: 40 feet. Yeah. I mean, to me,
1: that is pretty damn exciting.
0: I mean, and that's a long that's shot. Out. Even for someone yeah. like myself, the yeah. mobster, who's right. yeah. seven and a half foot rim and <laughs> 12 and a half foot, <laughs> yeah. where it's a swish, swish, swish. You know, that's a long shot. I mean, you need some, there's no 40 foot set shots. You got to get off the ground, but. I guess my point is, ultimately, just because things evolve doesn't necessarily mean they become better. No. Nope, you're right. I mean, Joe Frazier weighed 205 pounds. I mean, Tyson Fury, I think, weighs like 260. Mm -hmm. And that's him getting back down to 260. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jack Lambert, Steelers Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest middle linebacker. He weighed 218 pounds. I mean, running backs and wide receivers are bigger than he is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The
1: the defensive and offensive linemen now – or the size of guys that, you know, tight ends and running, some fullbacks, running backs. These guys now are, are, it's different. You can't compare the size of guys.
0: But I still think you compare greatness. Greatness. Absolutely. uh, Absolutely. But you just can't
1: expect to drop those guys in today's game and see them do the same things that they were able to do in their era. But if they were, you know, I'll use Johnny Unitas as an example. People always want to like, you know, because we're here in Baltimore and they come in and say, he's no Johnny U. Johnny U would get destroyed in today's game. But... If Johnny U was able to not have to go to work year round and eat, you better year round and train at facilities year round and do this, do that, he probably would. But you can't just take a guy, look at him, see what he could, you know, and look at his physical ability and just say, yeah, you could drop him in this game and he'd be successful because he wouldn't.
0: Yeah, but Johnny U, different era, called his yeah. own plays. I mean, it was it was a different was different. Yeah, yeah, and different. you were you were good. If you completed like fifty-eight percent of your passes sure. back yeah. in those days, now if you complete you know sixty-five, you're a scrub. Now there
1: are guys. If you drop Jim Brown on a roster today, he would tear the league up. Oh sure. So, so you know, there's some guys that doesn't matter. You know, their physical abilities oh, the were Jews, far ahead of their time. Oh Jay Simpson, o. J. same Simpson, thing. He would have. Yeah, his just, his
0: yeah. cut and go ability. Yeah, and then see right. you later. I didn't mean that to be. That was a bad, unintentional pun. <laughs> Cut and go, but uh, we'll leave on that one. Is oh, sports, I, I, mean, I, yeah. I I'd like to take credit yeah. for being that player. Yeah. All right, senior, Robbie Davis, senior, tell everybody about uh, Robbie's first base and why uh, everyone's going to be part of this
3: Sports Addicts
0: podcast moving forward.
3: Well, the biggest thing that we do, Bobby, is uh, we buy and sell sports cards. And, of course, we help groups raise money if you're... Any kind of a group that's trying to raise money, we have a, a beautiful program where we give you our items on consignment. Uh, everything's done on a handshake. We tell you up front what we need. Everything that you get over what we need, you get to keep. It's just a, a win-win for every group organization. So if you get an opportunity, look at our website at robbiesfirstbase.com or you can even call us if you want to spend a dime at 410-560-3200.
0: Closing thoughts?
1: Junior, what do you got? Well, I just wanted to tell everybody more of what my dad was saying. You know, uh, good Major League Baseball is coming back because we got a lot of new product coming out, baseball cards coming out for the, for the uh, spring and the summer where kids will be able to get some of the new prospects in the packs. Look out for that. And um, we'll be doing a lot more things in the sports card realm because we're about to start doing a TV show, uh, shooting up in New Jersey over the next few months. So we got a lot of interesting things on the
0: horizon. Awesome. Caleb Raider, what do you got?
2: Uh, final thoughts, LeBron over Jordan, and uh, it's all for me. Oh, gonna get me running <laughs> hot here. That could uh, be a I whole could, show. We yeah, can do yeah, a whole yeah. show on I'm that.
0: Glad baseball's back. Like everybody, uh, NFL draft coming up, and we'll start to prep for that one. But uh, Michael Jordan, angry Mike, would have whipped LeBron's ass.
2: Probably. Nah. I get. Nah.
0: He, I bet Michael Jordan's still doing like bench presses at his house now. Oh
2: yeah. Sure, you know, Jordan was in six in six.
0: six. Yeah. It's not like he was six two. He wasn't tiny Archibald. Yeah, he was six right. six two and twenty. And this and guy he, is six nine two seventy. And, and, and could get above the rim. I mean, pure leaping ability Jordan had in. Better shooter. Better shooter. But long, LeBron could back Jordan Way down. better crunch time. Didn't mean to open this can of worms
1: this week. Closed. Way better. Well, better we're time. talking playing one-on-one. There is no crunch time. I'm taking LeBron.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean with the game on the line? You'd rather have LeBron? <laughs> I'm taking LeBron. LeBrick. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a Jordan fan, so I'm, all, I'm LeBron. That's all very touching, everybody. Yeah. It's the Sports Addicts. We're going to hit with you at least once a week. Hopefully, as everything evolves, we'll do it more Then that, and we're all going to have fun talking about everything going on in the world of sports and beyond. No politics. We do promise you that. Exactly. So for Caleb Rada, Robbie Jr., Robbie Sr., the Davises, I'm Bob Haney.
3: Enjoy yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Have a great week.